I get questions from women all the time about men who want far less than what they want and they want to know what they should do about it. So look, I don't know you, I've never met you, but if you're listening to this, my guess is that it's a message that you need to hear. You are worth more than that. He wants to hook up, hang out, and get the benefits of being in a relationship with you without calling it a relationship. He wants to see other people because monogamy isn't realistic, but you're expected to only be with him. He wants all the benefits of being in a relationship, but when you talk to him about being in one, he's confused and unsure or not ready. You are worth more than that. He wants to disappear for weeks at a time with no message and pop back up in your life like nothing ever happened, expecting, expecting you to let him back in. He wants to pretend like you're in a relationship together, but when you're out in public or around his friends and family, you're just a friend, his dirty little secret. You are worth more than that. If you're used to being treated badly, taken for granted, pushed aside for something or someone else, you may start to believe that you don't deserve what you want. You get what you tolerate. Remember that. If you want something more, stop tolerating less. If you don't, you'll end up settling, looking back on your life, and wondering why you were cursed. You have to believe that you're worth more. Believe that you're valuable. Believe that you deserve more. Because in reality, you won't be cursed, you'll just be cursing yourself. So he wants a relationship with you. He wants a relationship with someone, but not with you. With you, he just wants to be friends with benefits. You give everything to him in the relationship, but he takes you for granted, doesn't make you a priority, and treats you like an option. He wants no responsibility for how he acts or his part in the relationship. You deserve more than that. He avoids discussing topics that are important to you. He wants to get all of his needs met, but he doesn't care if yours are met or not. He always tries to push past your boundaries instead of respecting them. You are worth more than that. Now you may be asking yourself, but Matt, what if I stop tolerating it and he leaves me? The real question that you should be asking yourself is what if you keep tolerating it and he stays? He keeps treating you the same way. Do you want to spend 10 plus years of your life as an option, as someone's fling? We have women in our community that have experienced this. Or would you rather free yourself so that you can be a man's priority, his one and only, the love of his life? He disappears and hides when you need him instead of being there for you. You're totally in love with him, but he only feels mildly interested in you. He's abusive to you mentally, physically, or emotionally. You are worth more than that. He's waiting for you to pursue him, contact him, invest in him while he doesn't do any of those things in return. He ignores your calls, texts, or messages for days or weeks at a time. A guy sends you one, a one-word message. You are worth more than that. 
He texts you forever, never setting up a date, never calling, never moving things forward. He wants to casually date you for 10 plus years without moving things to something more. He hides from you, he hides things from you, keeps everything a secret, and avoids opening up. You treat him like a king, but he treats you like a peasant. You are worth more than that. Listen. You deserve a man who thinks that you are too important to lose. Someone who loves you and cherishes you. Someone who worships you. The kind of man, this is the kind of man you should hold out for. So the next time a guy acts mediocre around you, just remember you are worth more than that. The only reason men do this is because you let them get away with it. It's time that we set a new standard. If someone else wants to put up with this, fine, but you're worth more than that. Your beliefs determine what you experience in your life. If you believe that you deserve to be treated poorly, you'll accept people and circumstances that are beneath you. If you believe that you deserve something more, you'll pass up on those people and circumstances because you know that those are not for you. You can't believe in scarcity and have abundance. You can't believe that you deserve to be poor and keep wealth. You can't believe that you deserve to be treated poorly and keep a man who treats you well. You need to believe that you are a goddess, a queen, a miracle. You need to raise your standards if you want something more. You need to say, I deserve the best. I am blessed. I am beautiful. I am powerful. My suggestion is that today, right now, you shift your mindset. You believe that you are worth more than that and only allow in what's worthy of you and watch how things change and turn around in your life. All right, so if you're here with us right now, say hi. If you have any questions about anything, make sure that you post them in the chat. So... My message today is really about your beliefs. It's about the way that you think about your life. We just had this conversation in our community where these women were talking. One, of the, If you're part of our community, one of the things that you'll find out is that we don't allow man bashing or attacking men or attacking women or attacking anybody necessarily. And, and there was one woman in there who was asking about saying calling a guy a coward, but doing it in a way that uh, is allowed in the forum. And here's the thing, right? There's lots of negative things going on. There's, there's tons of things that are bad out there. There's tons of things that you don't want. There's tons of problems. And, and you should make sure that you're protecting yourself and that you're smart and that you get yourself into a good situation. But you don't want to focus on the bad. You don't want to focus on the things that you don't want. You want to focus on the things that you do want. You want to focus on creating the life that you want because if you focus on the negative, you'll just get more of the negative. You'll see the negative when you're out. You'll experience more of the negative. And so what you want to do is switch your focus. Change what you're thinking about and start focusing on the things that you want. Start experiencing the feelings of what you want in your life before you even feel it. You, there's, you know, a lot of times I get, we get women that come to me and 
a lot of times what they want is they want to feel a certain way. They want to feel loved. They want to feel cherished. They want to feel nurtured. They want to feel cared for. And one of the things that a lot of them find if they work, they end up doing much work with me is that when, when they think about what it is that they want and they spend some time just focusing on that, they'll start feeling those things that they want in themselves without actually experiencing it in the real world. Because all of your emotions come from within you and you can feel love, you can feel cared for, you can feel nourished from yourself. And when you come to a relationship feeling those things and focusing on what you want and experiencing all the stuff that you want to experience before you even get there, when you do get to the relationship, not only will the guy that you're seeing be far more attracted to you and not only will you attract far higher quality men, but you'll also enhance and enrich those emotions that you experience when you're with him. And that is really what you want to do. All right, so let's see if we have any questions here. So Rose says, I love your, I love all your messages. Thank you. Hello, 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 hello. Mira says, were there any single moms here that are now married? I'm Christian single mom and seem to find someone. I'm not sure if you're saying you're haven't been able to find someone. Sally says, I just want a kind, genuine, compassionate man. Well, that I don't think that's too much to ask. That's, that's, actually, that's actually pretty uh, pretty simple. In fact, I think that you could probably get a lot more than that. Tanya says, I need to get this in my head. Yes, get it, get it in your head. Get it in your head. Think it over and over again. Spend time feeling it and thinking about it and repeating it over and over. Say it with emotion. Say, I am worth more than that. I am worth more than that. And really feel it. Feel what it's like to be worth more than that. And what it would feel like if you, were, if you really did believe that. And you'll start to believe it over time. We have to, it's all about conditioning, really right? Like the way that we experience our lives is about the way that we condition ourselves and what we focus on. And so if we focus on negative things all the time, we will feel bad. And if we focus on positive things, if we focus on the things that we want, if we focus on thinking of ourselves and changing our identity and believing that we're blessed and that we're sacred and that we're powerful and, and really getting into that and spending time and conditioning our mind to think that way, we'll start thinking that way and start feeling that. And I, you know, I get women all the time that come to me and they, they might get like mess, like angry about some of the messages that we have on here. And it's like, it's understandable. We live in a culture right now where a lot of people think that we should just be given everything and that we shouldn't do anything different. And if that we do anything different, it means that it's not us. It's not who we are. And I disagree with that. I think that 
most of who we are, most of what we experience is actually just from our past, right? It's, it's from our, our past experiences. If you grew up in a different country, in a different culture, you'd be a completely different person. The way that you act, the way that you talk, how you behave, everything that you do would be different. The clothes that you wear, everything would be different. And it's, and so, so the point is, is that it's not about the things that you do or any of that kind of stuff because those can change, right? Like if you, if you know, when you were born, you didn't know how to do anything. You had to learn everything. You had to learn how to walk, right? So is, is walking not who you are, right? Like that doesn't make any sense. So learning relationship skills doesn't mean that you're trying to be someone that you're not. It means you, you can be who you are and, and learn more about yourself and, and, and more about your personality and who you want to be and learn how to better connect with people and have better relationships. All right, I'm going off on a tangent here. Let's, let's see what other people have to say about this. Kathy says, I can hear you today. (laughs) I'm happy about that. No technical malfunctions today. Sue says, I text my boyfriend, but he doesn't text me. And I want to know why he doesn't text back. Have you, uh, there could be a lot of different reasons why he didn't text back. And so, I mean, my guess is that if, I mean, how long has it been since you've texted him? You know, what happened before this? I mean, uh, unless you want me to do some mind reading here and see if I got my ESP powers in right now. No, they're not quite working at the moment. Maybe, Maybe I'll get them working a little bit better later on. But for the time being, if you want more information about what I think, uh, just give me a little bit more information about what's going on with him and I'll see if I can help you out a little bit more with what's going on. So Cindy says, hi, Matt, you're looking great. Thank you. Beverly says, love your information, Matt. You are awesome. I've learned so much. Thank you. You're welcome. Glad you're here. Thanks so much. Kelly says, thanks, Matt. You're awesome. <laughs> Vivian says, question. He dispersed a month. Now he contacts me again because exam finished. I said, I don't want to fall in this loop of hot cold as the critical time is time now, COV-19 spreading in Europe. Okay. What's I, there's no question there. (laughs) Ask a question. If you want a question answered, Chris says, hallelujah. I've started doing this and I feel so much better. Awesome. Gabriella says he invited me at Corona home with him to spend time. Okay. At, at Corona. Okay. So Jane says, hold it. What does being rich financially got to do with a warm woman's worth? It doesn't have anything to do with, do with a woman's worth. In fact, we talked about this in another video where a woman was asking about this. Not only does it have nothing to do with your worth, it doesn't have anything to do with your worth to a man either. What I was saying was just giving an analogy, right? If you believe that you're poor, if you believe that you should be poor, if you believe that in your mind you believe in being poor, in scarcity, then you're not going to have abundance. You're not going to have wealth. You're not going to be able to hold on to it. So it's not that your worth is connected to that. It's that 
it's the same thing. If you believe that you're poor in your mind, in your heart, you believe that you're not valuable, then other people aren't going to see your value either. It's something that I call the law of belief transference. And what it says is that whoever holds the strongest belief about something transfers that belief to the people around them. So if you're around a guy and you believe that you're not really worthy of him and being around him, what's going to end up happening is he's going to start believing that as well over time because you're going to start projecting that out to him and your behavior is going to act in a way that shows him that you don't believe that you're really worth it or that you're really valuable or that you really deserve him. And so you have to believe in your mind that you're really valuable and that you're a goddess and that you're a queen and that you deserve to be treated well. And once you start believing that, that's when it's a lot easier to keep a guy who also treats you that way because he won't, it won't change his mind, right? If, if, if he believes that you're worthy, but you don't, you'll eventually convince him that you're not. And he'll eventually want to leave and walk away because he doesn't feel it anymore. And he'll start taking you for granted. He'll start feeling like he needs some space. You'll start smothering him and he'll want to get away from you. Whereas if you think that you're worthy, you won't do the things that women do who think that they're not worthy. Things like trying to prove themselves, things like trying to convince a man that you're right for each other, things like smothering him and asking him if he's okay and do you really love me and baiting him for compliments all the time and those kinds of things. That, that kind of behavior will drive a man out of your life faster than anything else. And that's why you have to believe it. Right? So it's not about being financially rich. It's about believing that you're rich, that you're valuable, that you're worthy. Beth says, straight to the heart. Thanks for the powerful reminders. Life altering. All right. Letha says, I did this for a 30-year marriage. Finally saw how sad I really was. I'm on my own now, but happy. I put the energy into making myself happy instead of trying to make him love me and treat me with respect. Yeah, and, that, and it sucks. You know, a lot of times, especially when we're younger, we get into situations that, that aren't really right for us, that, that don't help us blossom and bloom and turn into the people that we want to be. And then we start to realize that it's that situation, but we're already in a relationship. We're already married. We're already in a bad situation. And you have to decide, right? If somebody's going to fight for the relationship with you and they are determined to create the relationship that you both want to have, then that's something worth working on. If they're not, if they're going to just disrespect you and discount you and all that kind of stuff, then you it, you have no other choice but to leave because you can't, it, it's not just about one person. By the way, this is, this is my cactus, Fred, in case anybody was wondering. He's wonderful. You only have to water this guy once every 14 days. He's amazing though. He's a succulent. Great, great Fred. Everybody say hi to Fred. If you're watching, say hi to Fred. All right, Yvonne says, Hi, Matt. Yvonne from Chicago. Everything you said is so true. This happened to me. I need to do this ASAP. I'm worth more than that. There you go. There you go, Yvonne. 
That's what I'm talking about. Angela says, I feel emotionally drained from overthinking about how to interact with men. I think I'm not ready for dating and relationships. Well, that's possible, Angela. It's also possible that you need to just get out of your head. I have a phrase that I want you to remember. Write this down, circle it, put a bunch of stars next to it, tape it on your wall, draw some smiley faces next to it, whatever you have to do to remember this. Here's what you want to remember. Get in your head and the connection is dead. So as soon as you get into your head, it's going to be a lot harder to connect with a man. It's going to be a lot harder to connect with yourself. And it, the, the way that you end up connecting with the man will end up feeling kind of dead and just kind of like not very interesting. And so what you want to do is connect with your heart and spend more time connecting with your heart and condition yourself to connect with your heart because emotion is what is is what creates desire right is is what creates addiction is what creates obsession is what creates love is what creates attraction it's what creates you know everything that we love to experience in life right it, it creates the richness of life right your senses plus your emotion creates richness in your life and so you want to spend more time in your heart because when you get in your head the connection is dead remember that Chrissy says, I'm in a new relationship and he and I are both independent. Should I be worried about not knowing what he did last night? We spent Friday night together and talked during the day on Saturday. Well, if or it depends on whether you should be worried. It depends on what you guys have talked about. If you're not in an exclusive relationship, then it's really none of your business what he's doing. And if you are in an exclusive relationship, then you guys should have some agreements on certain things. And if you want to, if you're in a relationship, like a committed relationship, then you should have communication about what's going on. And if you're interested in what's going on with him, he should be open and honest with you about what he did last night. And so that's kind of the scale of where you are. If you've never talked to him about being exclusive, then you need to start having that conversation. Otherwise, it's really none of your business. And so you, if you're not, if you're in a committed relationship, you need to start having communication with him about what's going on and start having clear, more transparent communication with him. It sounds like it's more of like a kind of a new type of a thing. I don't know. But, and if it is, then you want to kind of figure out where you are in that spectrum. And I talk about that in detail in my Forever Woman program. And you should pick that up if you don't have it yet. It's at the foreverwomanformula.com. There's a link above and below this video to go and check that out if you're interested. Yvonne said, today is a new day. I need to change starting today. Thank you. You're welcome. Julie Tree says, you're looking very handsome today. Thank you. Jane says, hello, Matt. I asked a question. I didn't see any question. Aaron says, Aaron from Indiana. Yes, of course, you are completely right. After being treated for years like you don't deserve the best, it's hard to change that way of thinking, but I'm almost there. Yeah, it can be. You just, you have to condition it. You have to think 
You have to change every day and you have to emotionalize it, right? Creating emotion is what anchors that. It's called uh, cognitive, um, cognitive uh, emotional anchoring. And what it is, is you need to start saying what it is that you want and who you are and how you believe that you are in your life and tie emotion to it. Because that emotion is what makes you remember and what tells your brain that it's important. If you just say something over and over again or you just try to think something over and over again without emotion, your brain forgets it because you're not telling your brain that's important. You need two things. You need to do it consistently every single day. And two, you need to have emotion behind it. You need to connect to your emotions. I'm actually building a program about uh, that walks you and guides you through how to do this right now. Hopefully it'll be, it'll be done in the next month or so where you can actually condition yourself to start believing and thinking the way that you want in a way that really ingrains it in your nervous system. Michaela says, do I have to change my looks? I don't know what's, what's going on with your looks. Why would you, why would you have to change your looks? I'd need more information about your looks to know if you, you need to change it. You know, if you're like going out and you've got like a, you're wearing a clown outfit every time you go out to the bar and you go out and you're like, right? You might want to change your looks. That might be a problem if you're trying to attract a guy. I don't know, right? You have to tell me what's going on with your looks. Are you, are you wearing a clown outfit? That's the question. Michaela, are you wear are you wearing a clown outfit? Stop wearing the clown outfit, Michaela. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Never heard of such ridiculousness. All right, Gabriella says, "What we are, what we are thinking." That is, there's there's some truth to that. Julie says, Julie Tree says, "I'm going through exactly what you're talking about right now, trying to pull myself up out of this." Great, pull yourself out. Joanne says, hi, Matt. I've been alone for a long time. Sometimes I think my standards are too high. It's lonely. Well, you want to make sure that you're being realistic and that you're not focusing on just your standards, but you're also focusing on connection. Because one of the things that you'll find, because this is, this is what happens a lot of times with women is, and men actually for that matter, is they'll, they'll, they'll get their list, right? And they get their list and it's this big list. It's usually like 10 pages long and they're like, okay, this is my list. And they go out there and they're like, okay, this guy doesn't fit in the list and this guy doesn't fit in the list. And they sit there and they do these interview questions with these guys and it's like this boring, horrible thing. And they're like, no man fits my standards. Well, or they don't meet that many guys and you know, no, no man's going to fit their standards because they're meeting like one guy every month or something like that. And so what you want to do is you want to focus more on connection. And, and you, what you'll find is that there's certain things that are deal breakers and there's certain things that you're kind of like nice to have, right? Like one of the things that I've found a lot of women will kind of let go of are things that they think are important, but in reality, they're not really that important because what they're looking for is a certain feeling. And that feeling 
doesn't come from those standards necessarily, right? So let's take a common example that I see all the time it is the one where women want a really tall guy, right? And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, right? That's human nature. Men like certain types of women. Women like tall dudes. Whatever. Well, you know, you have to ask yourself, why do you want a guy that's six foot tall, right? You, I like, I'll talk to these women and they're like, I'm 5'4". I want a guy who's six foot tall. And you're like, okay. And then they meet some guy who's five foot six and they fall in love with them. Next thing you know, they're married. Or sometimes women will even end up getting married to some guy who's shorter than them because what they find is that it's not the height that they really care about. It's feeling secure. It's feeling like somebody's there to protect them and who has their back and who's there for them. That's what they really end up caring about. And so you have to figure out like what are the real deal breakers here and what are the things that you think that you want, but you think you want it because it's a certain emotional experience that you're looking for and that emotional experience might come from some other source. So there, there's, I was at this Airbnb in Colorado one time and I met this married couple there. They just got married and I, you know, I'm Mr. Dating advice guy. And so I'm like hanging out there asking them about how they met and all that kind of stuff. And, and it was kind of a funny story because this woman was like, she was like, yeah, we met on this dating site. And, and he was like, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, I ended up lying to her on the dating site which is the only reason why we ended up meeting up. And she's like, she's like, it's true. It's true. He said that he was six foot tall and really he was only five foot 11. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I just told her that I was six foot tall because I knew a lot of women don't go for guys that aren't six foot tall. It's like this measurement thing, which is really true. It's, it's a measurement thing that a lot of women, they're like, okay, I was six foot, you know, cause that's their dream guy. And so they ended up meeting up and falling in love and getting married. And she was like, she's like, yeah, it's true. I would have never, ever met up with him if he would have told me that he was five foot 11 because I didn't date guys that were five foot 11. I only dated guys who were six foot tall. And so it's one of those things you got to figure out, like, is this, is this really important to you? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Maybe there's an emotional experience that you want and that's really what's really important to you, which is probably the truth of it. And so my suggestion is that you figure out what's really important to you. What do you really want to experience? And focus on the experience that you want to have. And then come to interactions that way. And come to the interactions and the dates from a space of having fun and being playful and connecting and being curious instead of, does this guy meet all of my you know, 150 different standards that I've got on this list in my backpack that I brought with me, right? All right. <laughs> Let's see. That was a little bit of a tangent as well, but we'll go with it. Okay. D3 says, I am recently divorced and just started to actually love myself. And first time I've been single in 10 years. Well, I'm glad you're starting to love yourself, D3. D3 says, when is the right time to start dating again? It, it's really up to you. So there's some, there are, there are therapists out there and counselors and 
people, psychiatrists, who will say that you need to wait at least a year after you get divorced before you start dating again. There are others who say, like, I think it's like, a, like six months for every year you're married or something like that. I, you know, it, all that stuff is really nonsense, in my opinion. It's total nonsense. I know that there's a lot of like therapists and counselors and stuff that will argue with me. I don't care. I'm a believer in what's what works for you and what works for the individual. And so you need to figure out, you if you haven't done whatever work you need to do to get yourself to a space where you feel like you're valuable and you feel like you're strong and you feel like you're, you're ready again, then you need to do that work until you get there. And if you do feel like you're there, then go ahead and start dating. It's not a big deal. And, and you can even try and go and date and then find out if you feel that way or not because maybe you're not in touch with how you feel or not. So Louise says, Hi from Ireland, Matthew. Love your posts. Thank you. Gabriella says, Let your personality to shine. Yeah. Jane says, I have a lot. I've had a lot of failures in my life because of a disability I was born with, so I don't feel worthy. Yeah, you have to work on that. You just have to work on it and you have to believe it. And it can be hard, you know, especially if you have long ingrained beliefs, right? If you have beliefs that you've had since you're a kid, it's hard to believe that, that you are worthy. Gabriella says, I am a divine being. Love it. Irene says, if a guy friend sends me a video and song, does it mean that he is putting in effort in the friendship? Yeah, it means that he, I mean, well, it depends on what you mean by a video and a song. Like, he just sent you some video and a song. I mean, think about the amount of effort and energy it takes to send you a video. And I, at first, I thought you were saying that he, he made a video and a song. But if he just sent you a video and a song, it's not... I mean, that's... that. You know how little effort it takes to send somebody a video and a song? You have a... Like, it, all it says is that he thought about you and he hit the share button and then sent it over. I mean, it literally took, you know, like 15 seconds max, but it did mean he was thinking about you. So there is some effort in the thought process or involvement in the thought process, but it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Gabriella says, he is confused. What should I do? Well, you should let him be confused. If he's going to be confused, then that's great for him. He can just be confused with somebody else. <laughs> That's my suggestion, right? So, I mean, what's he confused about? Is he confused about your relationship? Is he confused about what he wants? If he is those things, you know, that's fine. My suggestion is that you don't wait for him or you find out how long it's going to be before he's not confused anymore. And if he doesn't know, then don't sit around and wait for that, right? You deserve more than that. You are worth more than that. You are both... Worth more than that and deserve more than that. All right, Vivian says, sorry, the space was not allowed me to finish all the words. Laura says, looking great. I'm trying. Irene says, if he's asking for space and he thinks it's best to take it slow, 
Does it mean he is not interested or making any effort? It depends on how much space he's asking for and how slow he's taking it and how involved you guys are and how long you guys have been seeing each other. I'd need more information to know about what this means or what it doesn't mean. It could mean that he's making sure that you're right for him, right? So so th there's spectrums with that guy's experience with women as well as you, right? So a lot of women, they come to me and, and there's this spectrum of guys, right? There's the dude who's like, he sees you and he's like, you're the one, I'm in love, let's get married, let's go, you know, like do it right now, you know? And, and then you got the other spectrum of dude who's like, you know, he's like, I don't want nothing, you know, like, let's hang out and you got to contact me or whatever, right? And so you have these different spectrums of dudes on this scale. There's guys all over the place. Well, it's the same when with guys and women. And so if he's been dating for a while, he's probably experienced a spectrum of women from one side being like these clingy, super smothering, like all over him. And he's like, whoa, we need, I need a little bit of space here to them not being interested at all and him trying to pursue something and them not contacting him back. And so what you need to do and what I suggest you do is first go pick up my program, The Forever Woman. It's at theforeverwomanformula.com and start using what's in that program because if you're using what's in that program, you'll you'll have better connections, you'll stop pushing men away, men will start being more attracted to you, it'll be easier for them to fall in love with you, you're more likely to have a bunch of guys that are competing for your time and attention. So that's what you want to do. That's what you want to have. That's what you want to experience. And you want to lean back. You want to stop like if he's asking for space, it's because he's feeling like he needs space and you don't want him to feel like he needs space. You want him to feel like he can't wait to see you again. And so depending on how things have been going and what you've been doing depends on what you need to do in this situation. But right now what you need to do is lean back and give him some space and if he wants to make effort, if he wants to put in some effort and if he's interested, he'll let you know. You shouldn't go based on him saying he wants space, right? You should be following my system and doing what I talk about in there because if you're doing that, it's unlikely that he's going to say that he needs space. It's more likely that he's going to be pursuing you and investing in you and you won't be asking the question, does this mean he's not interested? Because you'll see that he's interested or not. And that's what you need. You need to know whether he's interested or not based on his actions, not based on what he's saying. Based on what he's saying, it sounds like you're smothering him and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa let's slow things down a little bit. I need a little bit of space here. And so you need to lean back and give him that space so that he can either pursue you or not. And you'll find out exactly how he feels. Taz says, you're looking really happy and fresh, Matthew. What's her name? Well, Fred over here is also looking happy and fresh. And so we're... we're Anyway, okay. Cindy says, <laughs> I was going to go somewhere with that, and I don't even know. It's not even. Okay, so Cindy says, we can only feel love when we love ourselves first. 
Yeah, you can feel love at any moment that you want to feel love. That's part of the point. You, the love comes from you. Your feeling of love comes from inside of you. And you can call upon that love anytime you want to feel it. And when you start feeling love all the time and you come from a space of love all the time, it's really easy to feel loved because you're always feeling loved. And then you can come to a, a situation where you're not desperate to experience love. You're giving love. You're giving love out all the time. And so when a guy's around that, he feels so much better around that than around somebody who's constantly trying to get love from him. And he's far more likely to give you love because he wants more of it. Vivian says... Question is, should I text him since he said his grandma is very weak since the V is spreading in Europe. I don't want to say it because it could get demonetized here. Is spreading in Europe and most of people doesn't seem care much. We had great memory. I'm a bit worried. What are you? So what are you worried about? Should you text him? I mean, is, has he texted you? Has he tried to reach out to you? Uh, you know, if if he's if he needs some space because he has his grandma who's a priority and he needs to go and and talk to her, then give him some space. And at some point, he's going to think about you and message you if you guys have a good connection. If you don't have a good connection then that probably won't happen. But texting him won't help any because then you will start pursuing and chasing him. And that's a bad situation as well. And so, no, you should you should lean back. You should give him some space. If, if his priority right now is making sure that he takes care of his grandma and if he wants to contact you and connect with you, then he will contact and connect with you. If you want to just send him something, I mean, it's not a problem if, if he's been pursuing you and he's been interested in you and it's been a little bit, like it's been a week or a few days or whatever, it's not a problem to reach out and just say hi to him. It's really not a problem at all, right? And if, if you don't, it's, you know, I mean, he's going to get busy with whatever he's busy with. And so... You know, he's not reaching out to you. I mean, who knows what's going on there? So it's one of those things. If it's been a few days and you guys have had a good connection and he's kind of been pursuing or chasing, then it's not a problem if you just reach out one time and say something. But when you do reach out, don't continue to try to force things to go forward. Have no expectation about it. And instead, allow him just... Pretend like it's a, a, a carrot, right? It's the carrot and you're dangling it in front of him and let him start running after it. Don't, don't, uh, don't, don't try to continue to throw new carrots out there. I, maybe that's not a good, maybe that's not a good metaphor. But the point is, is that don't continue to try to initiate contact with him. If he's interested and you send him a message, just you know, figuring out what's going on with him, how he's doing and all that kind of stuff, then he, if he's interested, he'll take the ball and run with it. And you don't need to continually throw balls at him until he grabs one, right? Because then he'll just have a whole bunch of balls over there and he's like, ah, oh, I've got a bunch of balls. I don't really even care. I'm going to take my balls and go play somewhere else. Maybe that's a 
bad metaphor as well. <laughs> All right, so Vivian says, Hi, Matthew, just broke up with my ex three weeks ago. After almost four years, we had a 20... We had a 23-year gal, and he is still pursuing his future ambitions, career, and after all this year's being supportive, being patient, I felt I lost myself. I feel he hasn't reassured me enough about our future. It was almost a perfect relationship. I believe we helped each other becoming better people, compatible in many ways. I just feel we were at the wrong time. Oh, there's a 23-year gap is what you're trying to say. So, yeah, I mean, possibly if he broke up with you, which is what it sounds like happened, then it it wasn't it probably wasn't as perfect as you think it was. So, a lot of times what happens is in our minds we think this is going great, right? Everything's amazing. But the other person, if the other person isn't thinking, man, this is amazing or whatever, then it's not the same, right? Or if he's got, if he's in another space in his life where he's not ready for this, I don't know what the 23-year gap is. Is that 23, are you 23 years older than him or is he 23 years older than you? If you're 23 years older than him, then it's very possible that he's not in a space in his life where he wants to settle down. And if he's 23 years older than you, then it's possible that it's probably more likely that he just didn't feel like the relationship was as good as you felt like it was. So, all right, Jane says, I feel bad doing some, some of things. I am insecure because I have infertility issues. I got diagnosed with PCOS at 28, now 43. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you just need to you need to rewire the way that you think, right? Like, not everything's about fertility, and you're 43 at this point. You know, I I would I would rewire the way that you're thinking about this because that's really what the problem is. If you're feeling insecure, then you're you have a lot of issues around this. What you know, it sounds like you know, some of the issues that you have, but it's probably deeper than just the infertility thing. There's, it sounds like it's probably a worthiness thing and you're using infertility as a reason why you're not really worthy. And so that's, that can also be a problem as well. Sissy says, ah, your cactus, Fred. Hi, Fred. Lots of people say, hi, Fred. Yeah. Fred jumped off the pillow earlier and tried to commit suicide. I told him it's not worth it. We're finding a cure right now and that everything will be okay. And so thank you everybody for saying hi, Fred. I think Fred really appreciates it. He's looking pretty strong right now, pretty healthy. So I appreciate all the support, everybody. Sweet Smile says, Matt, you become more handsome. Thank you for advice. You're welcome. So let's see here. All right. Yep, Julie says, get in your head and the connection is dead. That's right. Fairy says, I am so amazed for your advice. To be honest, I got a good lesson. Good. Sharon says, my ex, we're together for eight months, but at the end he texted me and said 
he meets someone who has a deeper connection. He hurts my feelings so bad, so I walked away. I know I deserve more. Good. You do, you do deserve more. You deserve a man who is absolutely in love with you and who cherishes you and who thinks that you're just completely amazing. That's what you deserve. Kelly says, hi, I'm getting out of a relationship that was verbally abusive. He still thinks he did nothing wrong, and I am the one who is being prideful. How can I heal and not attract the same kind of man? So you have to find out what's going on with you and what kind of damage was done. And you need to get off this whole thing about him thinking that he did nothing wrong because that doesn't matter. That matters not at all what he thinks and how he feels about whether he did or didn't do anything wrong absolutely doesn't matter. And the more you think about that, and I know you're thinking about it because you're posting about it, the more you think about that, the it, it's just it's not valuable to you in your life. What you need to do is figure out what's going on in your mind. Just pay attention to what's going on in your mind. And what you want to do is start rewiring your brain. My suggestion is that you go pick up the Forever Woman program, the foreverwomanformula.com. You can get my program for free. There's a link above and below this video. You can go check it out. And in there, I I help you rewire your brain. And so what you want to do is there's a list of things that I say in that program and just listen to that video where I talk about the beliefs that you need to have. And when you hear those beliefs, what you want to do is just write down whatever thoughts come up in your mind, right? So if you're like, oh, I'm not that, and I, I'm not, you know, beautiful, I'm not worthy, whatever comes up, just write that down. And that those are the things that you need to work on and start changing your belief systems, right? So you can you can change your you can heal in a whole bunch of different ways. There's some people that tell you you need to go back to the past and spend time thinking about it and really go through the emotions. That's one way. You can do it that way. It's not a problem. You can do that. You release the energy and you come into a new space. That's one way that you can do it. Another way, and in my, my, and in my opinion, it's a better way, is to change your story. So the way that you change your story, so for instance, when I was younger and for a large part of my life, I believed that I wasn't worthy. I wasn't worthy of love. I wasn't worthy of a great relationship. I wasn't worthy of having great people in my life. And when I, when I was a teenager, what happened that kind of triggered that really hard for me was at one point I was living with my mom and my parents were divorced and uh, like my mom was kind of the one that I was I wanted to connect with more and what ended up happening at one point was she just uh, I was kind of a troubled child right I got into a lot of fights I did a lot of drugs you know and by the time I was 13 I was getting kicked out of school all the time and so one day what my mom did was she just dropped me off over at my dad's house and never came back for me. And she didn't tell me that she was doing that. And I figured it out when I was over there. And the first day at school, like it, it was just totally shocking to me. And it, 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 
you know, felt like I was betrayed. First day at school the next week, I, I got kicked out of school. And my dad sent me to spend a bunch of about six months at a psychiatric ward. And during that time when I was at the psychiatric ward, I, I numbed a lot of my emotions. And then when I, when I got out, my dad sent me to go live with my grandmother. And so, as you could imagine, I had all these ideas about how I was abandoned and how I wasn't worthy and how there was nothing I could do to, to be worthy of love. And so I spent a large portion of my life trying to prove that I was worthy. I, I accomplished all kinds of crazy things and you know, joined these elite uh, military units, you know, got amazing... Um, did amazing in university. I, you know, created this amazing business, you know, and I was doing a lot of these things so that I could feel like I was worthy of love. And one of the things that I ended up realizing and doing was I figured out that, you know, I, I took a look be, before that, right? So that was my story. That was the story that I held on to and I took through my life for a large portion of my life. And so my story was I'm abandoned. I'm not good enough, right? That was the identity that I had. And, and my, my goal was to prove that I was worthy and that I was good enough. Well, I changed my story. And the way that I changed my story was I looked back before this time period where I decided that I was abandoned and that I wasn't worthy and all that kind of stuff. And what I figured out was that for most of my life, I was actually loved. And that my parents loved me absolutely, like amazingly. And I was born in love. And when you come from a, a story where your identity is now, I'm, I'm born in love, you know, I'm blessed, I'm, I'm amazing, I'm, you know, loved, that changes everything in your life. And all of a sudden you go from this person trying to prove yourself to other people and trying to feel significant so that you can you can deserve love to this guy who or this woman who is willing to contribute who comes from a space of love who has enough love already within themselves and who just wants to give it to others who just wants to to spread that love around the world and 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 help other people feel love and help bring other people up and help help change other people's lives and help them feel and experience what it's like to know that they're loved and so that's my suggestion is that you figure out what, what is your story? What's your identity? What are the beliefs that are holding you back? And then change that, you know, shift it. And I talk about how to do that in the Forever Woman program. And so if you don't have that, my suggestion is that you go get it. You can go get it for free. There's a, it, there's a link above or below. You can go to the foreverwomanformula.com, watch the video there, sign up for the program. If you want to stay a part of our community after the first 14 days, there's, there's a fee to stay a part of the community. If not, that's fine too. You can still get the program for free. And so my suggestion is you go check that out, go through the program and rewire your mind and start believing that, that you are a woman who deserves a great man, a woman who deserves to be cherished, a woman who deserves a great guy who treats you the way that you want to be treated. 
Because when you come from a space like that, when you come from a space of knowing that you, you were born in love, knowing that, that you are love, that you, you have more than enough, you have abundance in your life, you're not, it's not scarce, it's, love isn't a scarce resource. We all, we all have it inside of us. Then you can come to a situation with a man where you're connecting with him on a completely different level and in a completely different way. It's a totally different experience when, you, when a guy meets a woman who is coming from a space of lack and I need to get love from you. I need to get connection from you. Please give it to me. I'm broken. And when a guy comes to a woman and she's coming from a space of love, coming from a place where she can give because she doesn't have a lack of it. She doesn't need to hold on to it and, and get it from other people. and It's just a totally different experience. And a high-quality man wants to be around a woman who is experiencing love, who's happy, who's excited about her life, who's creating the life that she wants to live. That's exciting. That's amazing. That's great. So my suggestion is that you focus on that and take some time to work on that and get my program and use it. And that should help you with a lot of it. So a lot of women come to me, and right now we're in this world of the hookup culture, right? And it, you know, the women that come to me, they want to attract a man who loves them and sees them and cherishes them, and they want to get into a committed relationship that lasts. But men keep pulling away and disappearing on them. Men just want to hook up. Men just want to take them for granted. Men just want to, you know, do all these kinds of things. And, and, you know, what this ends up doing to these women is they feel like they're confused. They start doubting themselves. They doubt their own value, their own self-worth. And many of them just feel like they want to give up, give up on men, give up on dating altogether and just be single for the rest of their lives. But as we... As we know, life is better together. It's better together. It's better in a relationship. It's better with somebody that, that you love and that you cherish and who loves and cherishes you. And if you're having a hard time with men and dating right now, it's really not your fault. We live in a culture that encourages superficial relationships and discourages anything meaningful. And that actually is an opportunity for you because it means that men are starved. They're starved for a real connection. And if you connect with a man in a real way, the men that are looking for it, it'll be like a relief. High quality men that want a real connection, it's like relieving to find a woman who, who actually wants to connect in a real way. And I believe that there's a better way for men and women to connect with each other and get into and stay in committed relationships. That's why I put together a proven path that will help you get into the relationship you want. And there's, it's a three-part system, right? First one is believing in your value. That's what we've, we've been talking about in this video is believing in your value. You need to believe that you're worth it. Two is you need to position yourself in value. And three is you need to communicate your value. And if you're interested in you know, getting into that relationship, I have a program. It's called The Forever Woman. You can get it for free. Just click the link above or below this video. Go watch the video on the next page and sign up for the free course, The Forever Woman Program. 
In the Forever Woman program, if you use it, you'll attract a man who loves you and cherishes you. If you're in a relationship, you can turn things around with them. We've had women that have made amazing turnarounds because of using the, the program and changing how they connect with a man. You don't have to, it's not about changing who you are. You can be who you are and connect with a man and believe that you're worthy and valuable. All those thoughts about not being valuable, that's not who you are. All the actions that you take, that those aren't who you are either, right? Like I talked about earlier. If if you thought, oh, you know, if you when you're a kid, you didn't know how to do anything. If you believe that that is who you are, you wouldn't have learned how to walk, right? And so it's skills are just things that we add on to who we are so that we can we can live the life that we want to live and become more of who we want to be. He, so if you get the Forever Woman program, he'll pursue you for a committed, lasting relationship. You'll do less work and feel more appreciated and valued by men. If you don't get it, you know, you'll just keep whatever's going on with you right now. You'll just keep getting that. You can watch all my videos on YouTube if you want to. And hopefully, you know, you'll get all of what you need in order to, you know, attract the man. I, I have a lot of great videos on YouTube that you can learn a lot of really awesome stuff. And some women that I meet, that's all they need. They just need a, a little change, you know, just one little thing. But if you've been watching videos, you've been reading stuff, and it's still not working for you, my suggestion is that you go get the Forever Woman program. You don't want to stay stuck in your problems and challenges with men. You don't want to feel like you're doing everything in a relationship only to feel like you're being taken for granted, having guys pull away and eventually disappear on you, and wondering if you'll ever get into the relationship that you want to have. So go get the Forever Woman program. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I appreciate you. The women in our community are some of the best women in the world. They're the most beautiful, amazing, smartest women in the world. So thank you so much if you're a part of our community. Thank you for being with me here today. Thank you for trusting me to help you, help guide you on your journey to being the woman that you want to be and attracting the man that you want and being into the relationship that you want to have. So thank you so much. And uh, Fred says thanks. Fred says, thanks a lot, guys. For being here. Was that weird? I don't know. Anyway, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> we all appreciate you. So thanks a lot and take care. And I will speak with you again soon. So goodbye. Goodbye. Talk to you soon. Have a good night or a good day 